Erin Garrihy, and you're listening to The Laughs of Your Life, the podcast where I talk to influential people about laughter. From their first memories of laughter, to feeling laughed at, to the laughs they've had since their last appearance on The Laughs of Your Life. I think the waiter's just come on. Are you the waiter, mate? No, I'm... I'm I used to be a big... Oh. Are you... Anyone? Ryan Turbody was my guest on the season one finale of The Laughs of Your Life. Four years and eight seasons later, I think it's safe to say that a lot has changed for Virgin Radio UK's brand new presenter, which is why I asked him to come back as my season nine finale guest. He talked to me about running out of juice as the host of The Late Late Show, his taxi ride to the Oroctus hearing and the joys of being a ghost in London. This season of The Laughs of Your Life is sponsored by FNF Clothing, available at Tesco. Style to help real people feel great. Well, we've as good as made it, girls. Even if you haven't officially put the out of office on, you know you can just taste that first mouthful of turkey or that first delicious sip of the fancy Christmas Day vino. Before our final show of the season, I just want to say a very Merry Christmas to all of our listeners of The Laughs of Your Life. We felt your love and support this year more than ever. You are the people who make this show what it is. And we, as a team, are so grateful for that. Myself, Paddy, Colm and Shane. Also, a huge thanks to our ever-sound and supportive sponsors, the brilliant people at FNF Clothing, available at Tesco. You've been absolute rock stars all season, and it's been a pleasure to wear your clothes and bring fab offers available in stores to the loyal listeners of The Laughs of Your Life. A massive thank you. FNF makes fashion sense. And now for my chat with Ryan Tuberty. I hope you enjoy. Ryan Tuberty. You are extremely welcome. Back! Yes! To the Laughs of Your Life podcast! How nice to be back. And I really mean that. I mean, I was dreading it coming in. And then I sat uh, in front of you and I went, ah, I love Darren. And uh, it's nice to be back because I did the first, one of the first ones with you. Yes. uh, Back in, in 18... 2019. 2019. And uh, gosh, we've we've all come a long way since then, haven't we? I mean, up and down and up and down. I mean, it is. No, but it is great. I, can I ask you why you asked me back? Because I thought yes. the first one was great, but you need to tickle the uh, the kitten's belly, as they say, yes. to, to try to figure out why, why am I here? I'll tell you why I asked you back. Mm-hmm. Because Christmas wouldn't be Christmas without hearing from Ryan Toberty. That's why you're back on the last year. Really? Like, yes. Uh, yes. Okay. For me. For okay. me anyway, and selfishly, that's, that's all I really care about. That is it, a really, I think, good <laughs> spin on why you really wanted me here. But <laughs> I'm here. The coffee is really good. Ryan, and we're easing you in. I don't, I'm sorry that I didn't wear a Christmas jumper. <laughs> to be honest, I'm devastated. Those days are behind me now anyway. So it, Okay, so that's what I want to ask and get to. Yeah. There's so much to catch up on. And yes. as you say... So much has happened since... Okay, first and foremost. Since 2019 or since about six months ago? <laughs> I mean, where do you want to go? I know, no, obviously, I, 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 will, I will happily talk about, okay. let's say, 6% of what's been going on. That's okay. But 6% is loads, actually. It's, actually, it's about 4% more than I've given to anyone else. So. <laughs> and at least we're not outside my front gate, which is refreshing. Exactly. That's refreshing. Yeah. So, 2019, I yes. genuinely... I can't believe that you even agreed to do my podcast because that was the very first season... Hmm. I thought I knew what I was doing. Looking back and listening back, I was very green. No, I, I what I'd say to you, I the, very few people come along in in the business uh, where you just go natural. And I think you're really funny. And then you're like, your Roz Purcell is a knockout. You know what? <laughs> no, Yo, no, no, it's just. Uh, we're not time. going there. Because every time I see you, you I know, make me be I Roz. I, I, I don't 
know what I'm doing. Do I, I feel, and then I meet her and she's doing that. And, <laughs> and I'm going, stop doing that. She goes, but this is me. And I said, oh God, this is so meta. Um, but, but to her credit, her book is doing really well. The hiking book is out the door. So full marks to her. She's so an icon. Well, you were the season finale of season one of the last year. Like, yes. Season finale sounds very exciting. I know. But you were, again, you're the season finale of season nine. Season nine? Can we go back a little bit? Like anything you need. Because I truly mean that Christmas wouldn't be Christmas without Okay, let's do that. So we need to actually like do some myth busting. Maybe we won't be myth busting. Maybe we'll just find that this is fact. Do you love Christmas? Yeah, right? hugely so. Okay, Ever since good. I was a kid. Um, okay. Somebody asked me uh, earlier in the week, <laughs> what was my first <clears throat> most happy memory? Okay. And that's Christmas. Yeah. And that's my dad walking down steps going, uh, you know, we were all on stairs like the Von Traps, the Von Tubbs, and we were going down. And the next thing he went through the door, he said, close the door, went in. I heard him talking through the door to Santa, obviously. And saying everything there, whatever. He opened the door and you can hear that like the Hollywood choir. Oh, we magically walked in the tree, five little piles for all the tub cubs. And tub yeah, cubs? Were. I love no, but we, but we were there and, you know, my pile was like, hello, Guinness Book of Records, of course. Selection, <laughs> selection suck. If you remember, they, they came with, they, there was like a selection box, but it was kind of like a, a certain type of wrapping on it made it look like a sock. And, um, and a selection of other bits and pieces. So right. I was, uh, that, so yeah, and, Christmas is is really important to me. Yeah, uh, it's it's just I I love my family so much and and my siblings and my obviously my daughters like it's outrageous, um, and I think that you know as Kermit says in the Muppet Christmas Carol, a classic. Um, <laughs> you know, there's magic in the year. You know, he talks about the magic in the year. And that lovely song, and and. If you'd watch that, if you if you don't like Christmas, or if you don't get Christmas, or maybe you have sad associations with Christmas, because it, it is a magnifying glass totally. for the best and the worst of life. And um, if you watch the Muppet Christmas Carol, which comes in gloriously under ninety minutes, you know this is the joy. Amazing. Michael Caine as Scrooge. They use most of the material, original material from Dickens. Like it's the most intelligent interpretation. You are looking at a frog emoting, and you're in it. <laughs> so. If you're having problems getting the Christmas feels as the young people, so, uh, watch it. I love Christmas. I love the smells of Christmas. So I have these big candles with four wicks in love them. Love those. And they're everywhere. And, not everywhere. And, I'm sorry, kitchen. can I just say, light them. People Always. Who, people who don't light them. <laughs> fucking light them. Light that goes out to my candle. mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. People saving this Isn't stuff. Isn't it a very pretty candle? Yes, but it's 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 like a barren desert. It does nothing. Look, bring in the the the, the palm tree. Light the thing. It's meant to infuse the house with the smell. I have these. I like I, even before this morning, before I came out to see you, I was kind of making toast and go, yeah. think about this, everybody. The, the smells, the candle of this that lovely cinnamon. Now not overpowering, just lovely gentle cinnamon. Yeah. Smell. I put I put the lights on on the tree. Decorated the tree last night. Gorgeous. So I put them on just. And it's a real tree, obviously. So that smell is kind of happening a bit. Yeah. And then the Nespresso machine. It's really open. <laughs> That's going. Candles flickering. The tree is going. Heaven. And you're just going, this is heavenly. And look how simple that was. Switch, light, press, boom. And I love the anticipation for yeah. Christmas. Christmas Day, I can take or leave. It's it's a lot of pressure running around. But Agreed. I love the run in. The lead up, it's all about the, the lead up. up. It's meeting my friends. We had, I had a great time meeting. I met, I met friends um, and I'm meeting more friends on uh, tomorrow, on f- uh, Thursday, Friday, 
uh, then the following Monday. She's like, look, but I'm, I'm catching up. I'm also doing slightly. Bye. I, yeah. yeah. There's a site. Bye. How does that feel? That's very, that's, that's harder. Yeah. That's emo- That's very emotional. The last time you were with us in the last year life. Gosh, you... like 2019. Yeah. You spoke about the Wednesday pints and drinks. Um, there are pints. There are pints. Yeah. That's what you said. Yeah. With your family. Mm-hmm. Is that still a thing? Yeah. Still? It sure is. Yeah, it still is. Um, not as often as, as you'd like. Um, but uh, it's still a thing. I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, I talk to my brothers and sisters. I have two brothers and two sisters um, all the time. Um, and now my girls are young women since we last met. They're 24 and 18. Wow. So now I have wing women. Uh, that's a big difference. Like as in the last time, you know, oh, no, 14 they, to 18. Like, oh that's... no, they're now my carers. Like that, that's the difference. Like it's all, it's all flipped. And I'm going, yeah, okay, uh, you're going to London. Yeah, I'm just going to get, I'm going to miss you so much. They're going to go. Are they? To London. Get a two bedroom flat and we will see you a lot. <laughs> Since I started going over there, Darren, what, what's, what I've noticed is really lovely thing is the Irish over there. Yeah. They, they take you on. I didn't know this until you're there. I didn't know this. They take you into their arms almost. Really? So I was at the Irish Post, which is newspapers, you know, uh, awards thing. Um, and they asked me to present an award. I said, yeah, sure. But everyone stopped to say, listen, it's going to be great. And they were kind of minding you almost. No, more than I'm, I'm sure a lot of people in Ireland, I feel like I've thought about your life a lot over the past while. Particularly, so particularly since London was announced. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've kind of gone, God, now, okay, so the girls, yeah, so they're 18, 24. I actually think they're going to like this. This is so funny. You should he, say that, yeah. Because I'm just like, they'll have a base in London. Yes, That's the dream. Mm, they can go is. over and see you whenever. And not me hanging out of them here going, where are we going? Exactly. Um, <laughs> no, it is. It is nice. But, you know, it's funny you should say that. The amount of um, letters and cards I've been getting, right? Since, Tell us about that. Okay, so I have about, I have about three... Very, very large plastic boxes of letters. Before you continue, yes. will you have a little listen to a clip for us? Of course. From the last time that you were on the podcast. Okay. And you spoke about, it was actually in the context of the first time you felt laughed at and you went on to talk about other things. It was in. It was within this, the answer to that question and you spoke about audiences, your audience in particular. All right. Have a, I think Shane has it ready. Have a little right, listen Shane. to this. Audiences tend to get quite protective of me, kind of going, leave him, don't be at him, you know, leave really? him. Really? Yeah, you can sense him moving. Like if a guest, or particularly if a British guest comes on and goes, oh, I've seen more meat in a bratch's apron. Oh, and they'll go, no. No, sorry. not on. He's ours. You know what? <laughs> Can't give you that. That's it. The reason I wanted to say that there is because, you know, audiences and people are protecting you. Yeah. And just the way you were describing, kind of, you were thinking, during, you know, the last little while. Yes. When, when the thing was happening and you were saying, oh, uh, I wonder how that's going to work. What people seem to be quite invested in my story, you know, yeah. for better or for worse, but mostly for better. And uh, the cards are all that. And people I meet, like I, I've never been hugged so much since, uh, since, since I was a child by, by mostly women in supermarkets of a certain age. Uh, on every aisle, come up to me and, and they say, and this never happened, but they'll have, they, some of them are quite teary mm. and they'll say, can I hug you? And I'll say, well, if it was about five years ago, I'd probably be a bit, well, I'm not sure that's, I'm not really a hugger or whatever. But obviously I, I've changed. And I say, yeah, of course, you know, I mean, yeah, this is, this is so thoughtful of you and, and kind. Um, men have a different approach. It's like, go on. Fair play. Fair play. Baldy. <laughs> That's what it was. It was. It was. Did you meet my dad? <laughs> I met a lot of dads. <laughs> Fair play. Well done. And it, that they, they're like that. Whereas the the nurturing 
oh, come yeah. here. The mommy. Look at him. Oh, come here. I'm going, God. You know, um, but then that's before I get to the letters and cards and yeah. boxes of them at home and unanswered for now. Uh, but they were all saying that same thing. That's sort of, you know, oh, God, they were all so kind. I can't. Oh, I, it's overwhelming in some ways, but I, yeah. I don't know if I'll ever be able to thank people enough because, you know, it was such a wind in the sails, you know, when it was needed, you know, and... Uh, it is funny because you can... Yeah. I think the hate or the trolls or the, you know, the people who comment nasty things, they can become the massive thing in your head. And then you can get a wave of realising they're actually... The vast minority, a lot of the this, time. This, well, I have a, I have a sort of. Can I borrow your phone? Absolutely. Uh, I have this uh, just for a chart. I've done this so many times for people in the pub recently. Okay. The, the, to me, the the world. I'm. Um, this isn't about Ireland. Yeah. The world has become three percent crazies on the right, three <laughs> percent crazies on the left. Yeah. Ninety four percent gorgeous human beings. That is it. And the people listening to this podcast are ninety four percent gorgeous human beings. And what I'll say about the three on the left and three on the right who shout things. Yeah. And write mean things. I don't think they're bad people. I think they feel they've got a raw deal mm. by life. They might have got bad lotto numbers when they when they grew up, you know, what I mean, in life. Yeah. And they feel dispossessed or unhappy and they think, well, we've got to find someone or something. So it could be a government minister. It could be the head of an airline. It could be former presenter of a radio show. Uh, but they just want to un- unleash it. Mm-hmm. They might decide to go out and riot on the street someday. Uh, and 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 let it all that pent up anger and and irritation out. So I think if 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 I was to think about people who 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 don't get what happened or don't understand as I see it, um, I don't feel hate or anger. I I do feel there must be something going on, something bigger because yeah. it's not me. <laughs> yeah, you're like <laughs> I'm not important enough. I'm not trying to say that as, as a self deprecating thing. No, I'm just not. It's, you know, people's lives are uh, they have much more worries in in their lives. So. Yeah, I, I think that, but that 94%, I think, is being slightly shouted out and shouted down yeah. by this small minority on either side, uh, which I think is a pity. Um, but that's why I, I just stick on Instagram. It's a nice place to be. Isn't it? I follow my new bosses in Virgin Radio. So I... One person. Yeah. I have a, a, a whack of followers and they're all, they all say the nicest things. They're telling me where to go in London. Sometimes they tell me where to go, so we block them. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't tolerate any hate. Yeah. Uh, this is not, this is a place, because I remember on Twitter, and I used to, I think I said this to you before. Yes. Twitter used to be great fun. Yeah. It was the bag of cans, and then the bell ones came in, knocking the door down. It was too late, you know. We've been yeah, here yeah. since half 11 uh, after the pub. You come in at two going, all right, lads, you're going, no. That's not the vibe. You're not in. So... It's not the vibe. So Instagram, anyone who starts getting a shirty, they're gone. Yeah. Um, and there's not many of them, which is great. Good. And they remain in the hinterland of those percentiles I've just mentioned. And it's a nice place to be because mm-hmm. um, you can you can communicate with your, what are they, your Following. audience? No, I think followers is a bit Jesus-y. Do you? Yeah, it's a funny word, isn't it? I mean, they're just uh, short to audience. say you're apostles. <laughs> I have, I have 262,000 apostles and I shall go and lead my apostles. I shall divide the Irish Sea. Um, so, yeah, yeah. It's, but they're supportive and lovely. I have found support and love in the, in, in so many corners and quarters and uh, it's been lovely, yeah. If we're to look back on 2023, right, can I take you back to say, yeah, yeah. Can I take you back to when you finished up with The Late Late? And, yes. And what the feelings were like then, right? If we park the summer and just don't think about the summer for a second. Yeah. 
When you finished The Late Late, yes. what was your overwhelming, overriding Joy. feeling? Joy, happiness, relief, um, absolute comfort in my decision. Yeah. I was so happy that I, I chose to go when I did. It was a little earlier than I was contractually obliged to, to mm-hmm. go, but I knew in my heart. I'd heard before uh, certain presenters say that if you're not feeling it, don't stick around. And I started to not feel it. And if I'd stuck around for another season... I would have, I wouldn't have been unfair to the team, to the viewers, uh, to myself. What made you not feel it? I, I just was out of juice. I, I think I'm, I'm going to go back to probably the COVID mm. whacked me. Like it took, it took so much out of me. Um, uh, by me, I mean, all of us, you know, it was a really No, intense, but it's okay to say you. Yeah, okay, well, you just know. for the purpose, as you asked me the question, I'll say it. For, yeah. But I don't want to be like, oh my God, you know, I wasn't a nurse. You no, know, but don't understand, because you have to admit, like, I don't care what anyone says, you were going into, first of all, you were on radio Monday to Friday, mm. and then going into that audienceless space, yes. trying to, just to kind of keep, keep the joy going. Yeah, I mean, the, the point of that was, and it was, and again, you know, it was like, like this program, there's people who aren't seen working away and who also had to take risks and also had to, you know, keep going. Yeah. Um, and the feeling was, you know, either, either go off the air that time mm-hmm. or take it on, take on the virus, you know, as a, as a, as a public service thing. Mm. And I've always believed in public service and public service broadcasting and public service in politics, actually. I'm just remembering, Jesus wept. I was in my kitchen yeah. doing my nut because I'm not very good at being enclosed. I, I'm a yeah, wild I can tell. creature. I can tell. Like, I like <laughs> being in with the couch and the fire in a movie. Yeah. For two hours. Like the killer's flower moon nearly killed me. It was like three and a half hours. Like, please. Find less oil. <laughs> Let me out of here. Um, so anyway, I was sitting in my kitchen and I got a call to say the president would like to call you. Uh, stand by. Oh. I know. Stand I got, by? Stand by. And I was going, sure, sure. And at the time I was kind of... Quite, I had a little... Uh, yeah, sorry, thanks. Chizai. Chizai. <laughs> sorry, that's, that's quite... That, that is unnerving me now because I'm having a full trigger. <laughs> and the phone rang and sure enough, I won't even do it because I, I, I can't. And I can't. I physically can't. But, and he got on and he said, uh, how are you? I said, uh, President Higgins, is, this is very good of you to call. And, and I didn't know what to say because I was given about a two-minute notice. What do you say? Other than <laughs> Any try to hide the wheeze. How are the dogs? You know, what's happening? Any international scandal? Um, and he said, uh, are you well? And I said, yeah. He said, uh, I said, you know, I've just finished watching a documentary on Diego Maradona. And why was I saying this? I don't know. I know. I remember because he was into football and Galway United. Oh and yeah, I thought, okay. He'd be into that. He said, "Oh yes," and and he he launched into Diego Maradona and he, he and his uh, finesse as a player and he he knew what he was talking he knew about. But his main thing was he was concerned for my health yeah. and uh, he, he it was it was a very thoughtful. I mean, yeah, you mentioned name dropping. I could be here all day. <laughs> Where I could do be I here start? all day. I got so many lovely messages from 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 just from people at that time. Yes. So then the last day later was I think a great joy. My family were in the yeah. audience. Uh, I had a little tear, and I'm not. I wasn't really a crier. Yeah. Uh, but I did because obviously I was thinking about my girls and and the and the 14 years of the late late Paul McCartney did a video message. I was in heaven. And the weeks before, I had done a duet with Michael Bublé. Ed Sheeran gave me his guitar signed. Uh, I was going, what? what? They pinch me. Like, this is crazy. Don't, don't. Um, but it's, it's, it's not 
it's socially acceptable now. But I mean, it, I was just going, this is what a what a joy. And then I went off um, to Clifton. Mm-hmm. The sun was I, like, even the weather it was like the pathetic fallacy, Love you know, it. where the weather reflects your mood yeah. and your life story. He says, patronizingly explaining what the pathetic fallacy is. <laughs> But that's what it is. But just, I'd mean it to help as opposed to to. to no, say, it's okay. I know you don't. <laughs> can I? Can I tell you? It's funny though. I only ever think of pathetic fallacy with bad weather and feeling bad. I never really think of it the other way around. The beautiful weather, yeah, yeah. exactly. And the sun was was shining, and I was I was so happy, so happy with life. And I was facing into the uh, you know a summer on the radio, which I loved mm-hmm. and love. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and it was go- it was go- life was quite golden. I, I was thinking. Well, didn't we do okay? Yeah. You know, and I was thinking about projects because I, I wanted to do um, a book podcast. I've always dreamt about doing since podcasts came about, I thought, someday. And thought about maybe doing a bit of work in London, maybe on TV, mm-hmm. uh, documentaries. I'd have the time because for 20 years, my weekends were gone yeah. between Friday and Saturday. Uh, and gone happily. You know, I yeah. wasn't... I didn't feel it as a trial. I loved my job and I loved the people I worked with. Uh, uh, worked. I, do you see how the trouble I'm having with the tenses? tenses? Yeah, because I'm still sort of getting extricating myself from the from from. That's hard. It all. It is. It is. It is strange rather than hard, uh, but you get around it. I don't really talk an awful lot about uh, this side of things because I am generally trying to focus on the future. You have to, and you know the future is is so bright now, but I, I couldn't see that for a little while there mm-hmm. recently. And uh, gosh, it was, it was, it was difficult. But um, if you're to mention something that got you through or how, how you. Two things. Yeah. Family and perspective. Um, you don't even need to finish the question because I've, I've, I know this uh, family. We, I don't need to go on about, you know, how I feel of and course. how amazing they were. Like quite, quite knockout. I mean, I will tell you one thing that was quite, quite like so silly. My mom who's you know, she's 82 she looks great on it. She's, she looks fantastic. Yeah, you saw the Instagram In, picture like, of her. She yeah. needs to set up her own Instagram. She really does. And by the way, she was the most looked at thing I've ever done on Instagram. That photograph. <laughs> was she? Yeah. The most liked, the most engaged. Three, yeah, 362,000 somethings. Stop. And, and I was going, I, I, I spent, I, I, I said to her yesterday, because they asked me to look up my statistics on Instagram, and I didn't. I mean, Your insights. Sorry, thank whatever. I didn't yeah. have a button to press. Now. Audience insights, yeah. And I was having a coffee with my mother yesterday, and she said, because she rings me every day going, are you in London? I said, I'm in your kitchen looking at you. <laughs> I, I'd say that joking, but she, she <laughs> yeah. understands. Uh, she does, she does. Uh, and, uh, but she's she's just an Irish mammy, like she's yeah. classic. Uh, and she said, uh, uh, during the thing, mm-hmm. She was great. She was in hospital for a lot of, and I think when that was that was one of the things I found quite difficult was when when I was being trashed by certain you know quarters uh, and the odd person, and I thought you can you know I don't mind you thrashing me, but do you, have you any idea mm. that you know the pain you might be causing people around? Yeah, me? Uh, but they don't really, and that's fine. That's their job, and and off they go. Um, so, uh, but my mother, they're they're tough old skins like around me, which is good. And uh, she said to me uh, about the day before, I had to go before. Did you know I had to go before the Oroctus at one point? I don't that, know if what? Heard that. Oh, I was away. You, you were, I was in Ibiza. Uh, yeah, but I heard people, <laughs> I wasn't. people were watching it in Ibiza from what I heard. <laughs> yes. Like, let's not be too big about it. I mean, you would, if it was, if I wasn't me, I'd be kind of going, the poor devil. The poor devil. I can't believe the... <laughs> Is that, is that a whole bag of cans? 
Oh yeah, the poor, this is going on for seven hours. The poor, look at him. The poor, have you been to the toilet in seven hours? Hmm? What's the toilet? I'm watching it. Anyway, oh uh, uh, that was funny. But she rang me the, 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 the day before and she said, are you all right? I said, yeah, I'm great. Yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm doing fine. Of course, everything is fine. Mm-hmm. She said, now listen, do you want me to come into the office with you? Oh, stop. Said, oh, you poor devil. Like I said, oh, no, thanks a million. You're grand. Could you imagine Kildare Street? <laughs> I mean, for God's sake. The, okay, the morning. So you have to find laughter in the darkness. Do. Otherwise, you're goosed. The morning you woke up to go to the Oireachtas, were you like, what the fuck is life? It was Christmas morning. <laughs> flipped. <laughs> okay. Is that a fair? That's a great way to describe it. I'll say something serious about that. Yes. I got a taxi in and uh, we were driving along. Who's, who's we? Just you and the my, Just me. I was on my own in the back of the taxi. What was, was he, what was he like? He was, he was, he, he was opinionated. And um, <laughs> I, anyway, I told you about family and perspective. Yes. So I was driving along in the back of the taxi and we were coming along by Vincent's Hospital. Mm-hmm. And then the next stop on your left, you're on the kind of embassy belt. Yes. Was St. Michael's College, the school. Yeah. And there were bunches of flowers outside the gate because two boys died in Eos in oh Greece. If God, you remember yeah. that story. Yeah. Yeah. And I looked at those and, you know, that they were 18 year old boys. Mm. And I thought to myself in the back of that car, having kind of spent a, a few hours feeling a little sorry for myself. And I thought, my life is interrupted and those families' lives are destroyed. Mm-hmm. Now you cop yourself on. You're going in to tell the story. You're going in to tell them everything you know and then you're going home. Think about that. And that was a very good pep talk because I didn't know the families. I knew a lot of people that did go to EOS in Greece mm-hmm. and that all came home. And that's humbling in, in the extreme. And, you know, I don't know if they're, if those families have any relative listening to your podcast, they probably do. And I, I, I hope they're doing okay. And that's uh, that's what I say on that. That's an important thing to say. You know, in the middle in the middle of all of this, mm-hmm. that really did put manners on me. Can we talk about the future? Because I know you want yeah. to focus on that. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. Are you so excited? Well, you know, are you ready for another name drop? Absolutely. Uh, I was in the 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 Abbey Glen mm-hmm. in Clifton with right. my cousins. Yeah. Brian, Michelle, and we were having a, a pint and my phone rang and I said, back in a minute. And it was Sinead O'Connor. Mm-hmm. And I went into this little office area and Sinead O'Connor called. I got two other big phone calls that night, but that's not for today. But that one was was a big one. And she said, I'm ringing you from London for a few reasons. One, how are you? And I told her how I was. And then she said, uh, you know, you're... You know, I've got another room in my flat here in London. If everyone want to come over and just get away from it all, come and come and stay with me. So first of all, that's that's her generosity and kindness. Then she said, you know what's happened to you? And I said, well, I'm kind of trying to figure it out, to be honest with you, because it's all a bit muddling, confusing. She said, you've been mugged by God in a hoodie. And I said, OK, look, I'm not going to pretend to you. I'm, I'm not thinking straight at the moment, so you'll have to explain that to me. And she said, well, you know, you're, you're, you're going along, everything's fine. And then this guy in a hoodie comes up and basically knifes you and steals your wallet and walks away. And you think, God, I've been mugged. 
by this guy in a hoodie. And when he walks away, he turns around, looks over his shoulder, takes the hoodie down, and it's God saying, you're welcome. And a point being, if, if I needed to keep going, was that, you know, blessings come in strange disguises. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened because arguably the best thing that ever happened to me was what happened to me. I always wanted to go to London. I always wanted to investigate radio over there and TV, but I never did it. I was thinking about it. I was procrastinating. I was thinking maybe someday. And I was maybe someday in my life away. Yeah. Until I was mugged. And it was the best mugging a man could get. Because since once once the, the dark clouds dissipated, and they did, and they're still dissipating a little bit, being honest. Mm. But once they kind of really started to make way for decision making and purposeful uh, planning, everything started to happen. I mean, especially in the UK, the offer started to roll in. I mean, they, they rolled in here, but I kind of, when you've done the Late Late Show, it's hard to yeah. go anywhere else in Ireland. And I don't mean that disrespectfully. You're it's knocking just, on the ceiling of Ireland, as someone said to me before. It's not bad. It, it, that's a nice way of putting it. But you know, it's I like, felt like I've, I've kind of had, I've had, the, I've had a go of everything here. Yeah. And I've really loved it. So there's no bitterness. I, I'm really keen to say that. I loved, loved the people I work with, loved the opportunities, loved my life here. Uh, but it's time to change. Mm. And I went over to, to London and had meetings with various organizations who were really interested, which is, um, which is very gratifying because it reminded me that actually I'm, I'm all right at my job, that, that I'm a gun for hire. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, at 50, you know, you think, Jesus, how much is left? But actually, no, I've got a, two more matches in me, I think. You know, that's what Chris Evans said to me. And I, I mentioned him because he's been really critical. And for younger listeners who don't know who Chris Evans was, is he, he's, he's, he presents in Virgin Radio, but in the 90s, he was one of the biggest stars in the UK, if not yeah. around Europe, because he presented to, don't forget, TFI Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was wild. <laughs> he's now the opposite of wild, but he's great fun. Um, and the big breakfast. Yeah, he was great yeah. fun. He was just, he was a blur oasis, Chris Evans. It was that yeah. sort of set. And uh, we were driving along to a meeting along the Thames. Pronounce the H. Um, and, uh, <laughs> the drive, Thames uh, and Thailand. I, I, all of it, <laughs> all of it. Just just please, somebody, somewhere, just bring back the H. Where were we? The Thames. Going along by the Thames. And uh, in the taxi, going to see Chris Evans, who said, come for coffee. Driving along, said to the taxi driver, would you mind putting on Virgin Radio so I could listen to it? And I'm not putting in plugs for Virgin Radio, but I keep saying it. It's only because you can that's say it as stage, much as you like. But I'm not trying it on. Um, and uh, I said, uh, "Could you put on that radio station?" Mm-hmm. Which he did, and it was Chris Evans on, and he was saying, "All right." So this morning, he said, "Our guest is Hollywood actor Damien Lewis." I thought, oh, great! I said, "Band of Brothers, great actor, love him." And he said, "We'll also have uh, Irish broadcasting legend Ryan Tepperdy." I said, "What?" <laughs> Oh. And I hadn't been on the radio for ages, so I was kind of starting to get a bit. Wow, don't I, is he saying I'm coming on? I was only going in for a cup of coffee, so I was still confidence a bit shook. Of course, so I was still kind of going, Jesus, like, uh, will I be able for this even? You know, that's that's the thing. And uh, and we got into the studio, and he said, "Get in here, get in here." I was like, "You yeah, okay?" Uh, and then you, you pick yourself up. Like, Stop it! Come on, yeah. get cop on now. Here yeah. you go. You're sure you're looking well able. And um, we sat down. We ch- chatted for about. 10 minutes on the radio. It was meant to be two, turned into eight, say, whatever, which is, which is dog ears and radio. It was great fun. And then as, as we, when we finished, uh, somebody came out and said, could you 
come this way. The, the boss would like to see you. And mm-hmm. I said, well, okay. This was not on the agenda. Was it not? No, no, no. Far from it. This, this was a cup of coffee. I wasn't meant to be on the radio. Meet the boss. Nothing. Wow. Talk about God in a hoodie or oh. serendipity or Evans, because I think he was, this was a slightly master plan of his. Okay. Um, um, he, he said, the boss man sat me down and he said, we really like what you do. And the conversation began and I start uh, on January the 2nd on Virgin Radio on the show after Chris Evans every day, five days a week for three hours a day. And that's before we get into TV work. And it's just blown the doors off my career. Okay, right. Um, when you were on the podcast the last time, your question about if laughter wasn't the best medicine, what would be? This is what... Say that again. If, um, if, if laughter wasn't, wasn't the best medicine. The best medicine yeah. what would Do you be? like the questions on this podcast? They're good, aren't they? They're really good because they they, they box clever and they're, they're just... If you're a boxer, I would say, ooh, I haven't seen these moves before. Like, there you go. Yeah. Okay, so if laughter wasn't the best medicine, this is the answer you had. I tried different houses dance for the years, renting and, and so on. And then I found a little one and I bought it. And I, and I, and I just love it. It's near the sea, but it's not on the sea. It's got a fireplace and there's always some turf nearby. And I just love the smell of that. That fire going, I swear to God, it's better than any medication mm-hmm. that you will, that one might want or need or try. Yeah. Uh, I just love it. Are, oh, you, yeah. are you going to miss it? Yes, I am. My, my father said that I get homesick in Delgany. Um, <laughs> he was very droll. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and there's truth in that. So as I've been looking for a, a flat in, in the UK, I've been trying to find somewhere that's not too modern. You know what I mean? I like... Coziness. Coziness. And there was one going concern, which was called the Sherlock option. I don't know if you've watched Sherlock with Benedict Cumberbatch, but it's okay. But if you, if, if lads, thank you, you know, three nerds all going out. <laughs> uh, and uh, so, you know, you know, it's kind of fusty London, you know, with like a like a violin in the corner. It's all brown wood, you know, that kind of way. Yeah. And I found one and I was kind of pretty much going to go for it uh, the other day and they said it's gone. So that wasn't to be. And uh, that, that was God and Hoodie again. Maybe you would have been actually mugged in that area. You just don't know. <laughs> By God, you again. <laughs> the first time was a favor. This time, <clears throat> good fellas. No, but I, I, I would love something quite homely yeah. um, and, uh, you know, and easy. But actually, we went out for a spin on the tubes to look at different places. Yeah. Uh, and kind of Clapham and Putney and, uh, you know, people who know London will be going, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't know London until about six weeks ago <laughs> uh, or six minutes ago. It's all a bit weird. <laughs> anyway, went walking around St. John's Wood. Right. And I thought, ooh, curveball. Because I hadn't given it any thought. So that's that's now on the agenda. Is it? Marlebone or Mary Lebone yes. um, has one of the best bookshops in the world called the Daunt Bookshop. Okay. Uh, there's, there, that's kind of in the, in the ballpark. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited about that bit, but back to your question about, will I miss my little yes. cozy home? And your Dunleary walks. And, and your... my walk. Yeah. But you know what? I, I think it's time for a bit of a break for yeah. me from, from it all. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm kind of, I've hit that lovely age where I think before I kind of needed the, my, the ego needed a lot of things that doesn't, really? that isn't required anymore. Really? Yeah, that's a really nice place to be because I wasn't expecting that. Uh, so in my less mature days, uh, I probably needed recognition, needed to be known, needed to be on all the time and those sorts of things. And then 
back to perspective and life and you just go, nah, I'm not sure I need any of that anymore. And, you know, I, I can't tell you how joyful it is to sit on a tube as a, like a ghost. Yeah. And, and, and it's what makes, that's what makes London so, uh, so attractive. As one of my friends said before, she, when she moved to London, I was like, why do you love it so much? She was like, Dublin is Ireland. But London is the world. Well, that's a nice way of putting it. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I, I look forward already to coming home uh, the odd weekend. But this is a full-time job and it's five days a week. So it's, I'm, I'm, I'm in London. Yeah. You know, I'm not kind of commuting. Yeah. So it's, it's the real deal, uh, which is quite a big deal in, in, in my world as a very happily Irish. Like, I love Ireland. I'm very patriotic. I'm very national nationalistic in a, in a good way mm-hmm. constitutional way of course uh, <laughs> you know but I'm very proud of my country you know mm-hmm. I come from a very very proud um, family of Irish like, like so many people most most Irish people uh, so yeah I have, I have very big dreams for Ireland in the future but I think they need to be minded and the country needs a lot of minding and a lot of guiding because um, things could get a little tricky and uh, I hope Ireland uh, continues to fall into the right hands. First and foremost, obviously, I'm sure the goal is to settle into your radio gig and to find your feet yeah. with that and for that to be become second nature, mm. which it will. But after that, what would the dreams or goals be when you're over there? What, what I'm enjoying is already is London. I yeah. mean, as a city, it is, you know, I love history, I love politics and I love, uh, uh, you know, culture, pop culture, you know, these kind of things. So I went to see the Crown uh, season. Saw you uh, on the red finale. carpet. <laughs> yeah, it Look, looked fantastic. Yeah, we have. One... How was it to get actually like proper papped? It was really funny. So they, <laughs> they said, "Do you want to get on the red carpet?" I went, yeah, "Well, you know, why not?" Watched <laughs> watched a lot on the red carpet, and just one camera like, on <laughs> the other like, "Who's he?" <laughs> That's so embarrassing. <laughs> All the other cameras down. They're like, "Mate, will you get me a coffee?" Yeah, <laughs> I think the wait has just come on. Are you the waiter, mate? No, I'm. I'm. I used to be a big. De- oh, are you? Anyone? Do you mind if I bring my friend in with his iPhone? He's Robbie. Take a pic. Put the flash on. I, I need. I need to double the quotient. Not in fucking Just landscape, Robbie. In portrait. <laughs> Jesus, Robbie. Portrait, Robbie. Robbie, where's the fucking ring Portrait. light? <laughs> bring, did you bring the ring? You didn't bring that. You didn't bring the ring light. Jesus, Robbie, this is the last crown finale. What is this crown finale? This is the last crown finale. Robbie, you're fired. Can't fire your friends. You're defriended. You can't defriend. It has to be unf- unfriended then. Offer. Oh, you're the expert now. <laughs> what took you? Anyway, so I got my picture taken by somebody. Uh, imagine him in the dark room we go, oh, what a waste of a whatever this white <laughs> wait until January no no they'll all know they, they, yeah that was funny um, and uh, then you know the other more, the other afternoon I was going jeez I was dying to see Kenneth Branagh playing King Lear in yes. the theatre and I just walked past and then I, I'm definitely going to that then one day I just hopped in the tube got in half one I said, do you have a seat for the matinee yeah. at half two and they said yeah 45 pounds I said great don't know why they do that accent uh, I got my ticket and within an hour I was sitting down watching Kenneth Branagh doing, uh, doing um, King Lear. King Lear, how Didn't was understand it? a word of it. Uh, did you not? No, I never did King Lear. I never oh, read I did, it, never I did saw it. For the it. Oh, you did it. So, yeah. But what it was, I said this before about those lovely expressions that we all know in life that Shakespeare oh, does, which is amazing. Um, that way, madness lies. That's what I, uh, and uh, more sinned against than sinning were the two that jumped mm-hmm. out. And somebody in Instagram said, interesting you chose those two expressions. Oh. Uh, um, 
But I love that. And then I posted that on Instagram and then somebody came back and said, oh, the lighting director is Irish. Oh, the stage, the oh, assistant director is Irish. They were good. They're really happy that you liked it. And I thought, this is that, you know, that, that Irish. Uh, London is the world. Yeah. Tr- yeah. Yeah. Tr- yeah. It's really good. So, um, what I, it's settle too, into the gig. It's too early to say it's what next early. or what, you know, how are you going to feel about it? But I, I felt very welcome by this company that I'm going into. They've been very um, uh, nurturing um, very kind and even the other day I was sitting down chatting to the, the team small team but lovely bunch of people and um, Chris Evans came out of the studio just finished his show and as we were sitting there one of the other presenters Ricky Wilson who's the lead singer with the Kaiser not the uh, the, the Kaiser Chiefs mm-hmm. he came in and you know Chris Evans starts going Ricky 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 ah. <laughs> and before you know it the social media guys said oh you three are here great put on jumpers let's go down and do something for Chris ah. And I thought this is this is quite this is lovely. That's it's a buzz. A, it's a buzz. It's it's fun. It's yeah. And it's it's spontaneous. Yeah. Um, yeah it's it's going to be a very different world as a commercial world, which I've never really worked in in any meaningful way. So that's going to be fun. Christmas plans before you head off. Walks, dinners. Do you cook on Christmas Day? No, no, no. Judith, thank God, my <laughs> sister Judith, uh, without whom we would be even skinnier. Uh, if it's possible so Judith does the running on that so she's great she hosts all and that turns into that's just you know it's carnage it's 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 a beautiful carnage that's a good word because uh, it, it starts off this presence and then it's a bit of trivial pursuit and then it's gin o'clock and then it's then all sorts gin o'clock well that's fun what gin o'clock's about uh, five o'clock five nice. five thirty it's really nice because the presents are done yeah and then it's then it's like the, the one way Journey down to Squiffington Alley. Nice. So, um, yeah, and I'm ready. Take up residence there. Are you more of a turkey or ham person? Oh, turkey, of course. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, no, no, I love, I do love uh, the Christmas food, so that's good. Uh, And then I'm probably going to have to go over. Yeah, what date? uh, Well, I probably might have to go over between Christmas and New Year to sort out um, (laughs) my duvet and pillow. (laughs) So then I'll go over probably, well, what are we on, New Year's Eve? I mean, I'm on the 2nd, which is Tuesday. At ten, wow! Uh, and uh, yeah, gosh, I'm. I'm <laughs> how? how how did any of this happen? <laughs> I'm mystified. By what it, is actually. life? It's co- so cosmically peculiar. Has, but like that's what life's about. Yeah, it is. It is. And you know, I, I just I opened my post box. I was away last week, and in there was this big pile of cards. Ryan Tuberty, Dublin. <laughs> that's it. I love that. You know, and uh, cards saying, you know, a mixture of congratulations and happy Christmas. Your quickfire round the last time, Ryan. I want to see if any of it's changed. Well, it's probably just a little slower now, Darren. (laughs) Not quite as fast as I used to be on my shoes. Okay, I'll take off my spectacles. I'm sure you've needed to have a laugh over the past while. and, and, And if so. What did make me laugh? The actor that's made you laugh out loud or continues to. Um, Last time you said, can you remember? No, uh, possibly Larry David, I'd say. Tina Fey. Tina Fey. Oh, well, I'd say Larry David. It would be closer to it now. Okay. I find myself in, in definitely curb your enthusiasm situations a okay. lot more. Uh, so it is that I, I find myself becoming, uh, you, you know, a, a weird coupling, if you will. Of, yes. Of uh, Larry David and Basil Fawlty. The comedian you always laugh at. Last time you said Jason Byrne or Tommy Tiernan. Do they still stand? Yeah, they do. Um, but uh, I haven't been to much comedy. One of my greatest friends 
in comedy terms um, in, in, in recent years internationally was Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. Okay. And I listened to him and I find him to be very fast. Um, he does, he's very goofy. He's very nerdy and he's got two great, I said they won't like be called psychics, but Sona and Matt are his two people that work with him. And I find him to be very entertaining. And yeah, that's, so that's, that's definitely one of those things that you, that I love. Finally, Ryan, your best or worst joke. Do you have one up your sleeve that you can tell us? Uh, I had to think of one the other day. Yeah. And it's awful. And I'm, the more, and it's a Christmas cracker joke. Oh, great. I've got two. Why didn't Ebenezer Scrooge eat in his local Italian restaurant? What? Because it cost a pretty penny. <laughs> um, why? No, hang on, don't. I'm not talking about that. Why did... Paddy's just fallen on the floor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Paddy's just called security. Uh, why didn't Rudolph and Blitzen get purchased on eBay? Because they were too dear. <laughs> now, I'll, I'll leave you on that. Ryan, Ryan Tuberty, it has been yeah. an absolute pleasure to have you back in the podcast. Thank I you. was so grateful to you in season one when you trusted me to, <laughs> I suppose, trial this format on you. Yeah, no, no, it, this is a <laughs> guinea pig FM. Um, I'm here for all trials. Luckily, so, it went on to be a success and you're now back to wrap up season nine. No, it's great. And thank you for, for, for having me and to your team uh, here. Appreciate it very much. And to your listeners, uh, happy Christmas and happy new year. I think, look, um, they, the, the ancient Romans would refer to uh, a bad year as an annus horribilis. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you, for anyone who's going through a tough time, is that very often, and I've been very lucky in this regard, and we'll, I'll finish maybe by saying this, that sometimes an annus horribilis can become something much better, uh, what the Romans would also call an annus mirabilis. Uh, and that is an amazing year. And uh, I end 2023 on a very positive note. And I am giddy with excitement for 2024. Happy Christmas, everybody! God save us, everyone. Thank you so much for sharing. Kind of sharing the laughs of your life. Love you. (laughs) Thank you for listening to The Laughs of Your Life with Ryan Turbity 2.0. I really hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to like, subscribe, rate and review, even though it's the season finale. It really helps the show if you do. This podcast is produced by Chemistry Media and Collaborative Studios. And this season of The Laughs of Your Life was brought to you by FNF Fashion at Tesco. Again, I hope you have a fabulous Christmas and a gorgeous new year. And remember, there's a back catalogue of so many brilliant episodes of The Laughs of Your Life. Have a listen over the holiday season. We'll see you in 2024.